News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. A cross-party group of Ukrainian MPs have praised Ireland's response to the war in Ukraine and urged the government to support their efforts to join the European Union in an address to the Shannad yesterday. And MP Lesia Vasilenko joins us now from Dublin Airport. Uh, Lesia, good morning to you. How has your trip to Ireland been? Uh, it's been very intense, a very busy schedule. We've been meeting government ministers, uh, uh, the Shannon, of course, uh, we had to address, and we've been meeting Ukrainian communities here as well. It has been uh, both busy, but uh, also very much inspiring. What we're taking back to Ukraine is the confidence Ireland has in the victory of Ukraine. Okay. And I suppose, what were you hoping to achieve by coming here? Because this is your your first, I suppose, in-person visit to a a, a parliament outside Ukraine, isn't it, since since the invasion happened? It's our first address to two, in-person address to parliament uh, since uh, since the escalation of Russia's aggression. And essentially, um, our goal was uh, to... uh, to get Ireland uh, to do even more diplomacy on behalf of Ukraine in terms of uh, candidacy status to the EU. Uh, that is very crucial to mobilise all efforts in the next couple of weeks uh, as the decisions are being made in, the, in EU institutions and some countries are still wavering with that. And of course, we need to continue continue the efforts to push for more sanctions against Russia and more financial and uh, military support to Ukraine. Okay. In terms of the Ukrainian uh, application to join the EU, how important do you see that? Is that more important than joining NATO? Uh, At the moment, that is a perspective right there uh, and very close in the pipeline. Uh, As in terms of NATO, it is also inscribed in the constitution of Ukraine that Ukraine has aspiration to join both the EU and NATO. That has not gone anywhere. So NATO is a separate track on which uh, our our Ukrainian government officials are also working. Okay. Um, Currently, the situation, the latest uh, on the ground in Ukraine, how how are things? Obviously, the intense fighting in the east of the country. Southeast and east of the country, all of these areas are uh, a complete, uh, battleground. Uh, fighting is going on there every day. There's uh, shelling. Uh, there are uh, missiles, uh, and there's of course air raids which are covering all of Ukraine every single night, just like they have for the last 112 days. Okay. In terms of the humanitarian crisis, Lesia, uh, how, how bad are things for people? I mean, we saw those dreadful scenes from Mariupol. Um, elsewhere in 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 the the Donbas region, how are things? Uh, we need to keep the humanitarian efforts and assistance going. Um, I understand that uh, as the war progresses and the longer it lasts, the the less attention there will be on Ukraine and the less assistance will be uh, generated for the country. But in effect, uh, the longer it lasts, the, the more the needs become of the people who remain in Ukraine, the ones who remain in the areas which have become 
battlegrounds, the ones who remain in other areas of Ukraine as internally displaced persons. Uh, we have uh, almost uh, uh, over 7 million uh, Ukrainians who have lost their homes and who have been displaced to other areas of Ukraine. All of them require uh, support, help, assistance. Uh, we are generating that from within our resources uh, in the country, but still there, there are acute humanitarian needs for the people who are being evacuated and leaving the zones of combat. Okay. And do you do you sense that there is a, a, a compassion fatigue there, Alessia, that, that, that people or countries outside Ukraine are, they're growing tired of hearing a, a, a news story, but of course, if you're living it, a wholly different experience. You are right. It's a wholly different experience when you live it. But um, we are also all human and we are well aware of that. So even if you live it, you you get used to things. You get adapted. You get used to living in a time of war, with war in the background, always war in the foreground, depending where you are in Ukraine and also where you are in the world. Uh, but we all must be aware that this is how the human brain works. And at the same time, we must also be aware that Russian aggression has not stopped as of yet and Ukraine is under constant attack and uh, the people of Ukraine continue to have the the needs, even the basic needs that need to be covered and we are asking uh, Ireland as well as other EU countries in the whole world to stand in solidarity with Ukraine but also in solidarity uh, in making the world a safer place. And I suppose then lastly is is what you need most is is it is it money is it is it artillery or, or, or is it sanctions against Russia what 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 would most help Ukraine at this at this point in the war? At this point in the war, uh, we we must all be interested in ending the war as quickly as possible. And to do that, Ukraine needs more weapons in order for the other countries not to have to come in uh, and for Ukraine to continue fighting uh, as it has been in its own territory with its own human resources. We need the instruments to do so. So ammunition, artillery, all the kinds of heavy weapons that are needed to uh, revoke Russia's attack. Uh, but at the same time, Russia also must be weakened from the inside to do that. Sanctions need to be in place and more robust sanctions, economic sanctions that would really hurt uh, Russia's economy and put a stop to financing okay. of the army, of the soldiers and not the bullets that are killing Ukrainians. And that was uh, Ukrainian MP Lesia Veselenko. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.